The following is a Podbeard production. What is it, Nintendo? Check your privilege, bro. That's microaggression, bro. Car games on motorcycles. Real power comes from Gene Simmons from Chris. In a world where two ordinary gamers team up to fight the forces of boredom, this is their podcast, and this is their story. Kazif Jones III, I hereby sentence you to a lifetime in podcast prison. Why does it have to be Kazif? Why Why with the F so, like... Because Why couldn't you call me Kazaland Jones? Kazif Jones. Kazif Dor. Kazif. You have a lisp now? No, I'm Captain Diabetes. <laughs> the incredible ability of Diabetes. <laughs> that turned from, like, an old-timey thing to Captain Diabetes. Captain Diabetes. Uh-huh. I'm Scott Malcolmson, and I had diabetes. Shut up, Scott Malcolmson, with your diabetes. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah, so what's up, everybody? I'm Hotter. I'm Kaz. And welcome to episode 12 of Two Guys in a Game. Woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo. I don't know, man. Episode 12. Should be called episode one two. I thought we'd get here. No, I knew I knew we'd get here. Well, I knew, I knew last week we'd get here. It's like it's that. like episode one thousand and twelve that I'm more concerned about getting to. In a world where two middle aged men are still playing video 1012, games, one thousand and twelve. Try again. We'd be like, wait, how old would we be? We'd be middle aged men. We'd be more than middle aged men. That two point. grandpas talk about their <laughs> experiences much. <laughs> in the virtual reality. Back, back in my day, we had a system called the PS4. And if you don't know what that was, it was called the PlayStation 4. Zach, wake up! Where am I? Damn Where it, am I? Kaz, wake up. Wake up, Kaz. Sorry, Hod. It's hotter. Whatever. Uh. <laughs> Two old we'd have guys. To have our, we'd have to have our caretaker. Two old guys and give Brandon's there. Oh, uh, what? What'd you say? Huh? I'm editing episode 52. You mean 5200, right? No, 52. I'm going back and re editing it again. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Who? What? Zach, do your impression. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Just cut everybody. It's like the old uh, the episode. <laughs> Are we going to Country ki- Kitchen Buffet to record today? Yeah, let's go. Wait a minute. Country Kitchen Buffet is closed. It's usually open by now. Oh, let us in. Let they us in. <laughs> they all die. It's a good call on that, boys. Oh, no, wait a minute. If all the old people are at a meeting, that means all the old people in South Park will be driving at the same time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Grinch, get on the street. Is that your dad? Is he drunk again? Get on the street. <laughs> Randy's just running. He's like, ah. Where are the boys? They're playing road hockey. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God, and they just made it so dramatic. I love when Randy goes all dramatic. He's just like, or like the episode where he's like got alcoholism. I have a disease. Ugh, I have a disease. <laughs> and he's just like drinking beer on the couch. He shaves his head. You don't understand, son. I have a disease. What are you doing in Grandpa's second wheelchair? I have a disease. Alcoholism is not a disease, Dad. You just need to drink less. You don't understand. So what did you play this week? <laughs> Pokemon Crystal. As promised, <laughs> folks. A big surprise. As pro- no, I told no, no, everybody I, know, I was I'm joking, gonna. I'm joking. I'm as joking. promised, folks, I did play through Pokemon Crystal, and it is very much like Gold and Silver, obviously, because Crystal is the triangle game in the series. And some noticeable differences I've seen is they've added in an extra couple characters, which make the game a little bit more fun. Um, 
Pokemon differences are, you know, they've changed where certain Pokemon are spawning, which is really nice, uh, you know, and I've been enjoying it. I've been trying to make a really interesting team this time. As I, as I play through different Pokemon games, I try to use different Pokemon, see uh, how fun they are. And, like, this time around, I've actually taken to using a lot less Pokemon that evolve. Because so you mean using like just like the, your basic like just like, single base yeah. Pokemon that are just already like because when I was a kid it was all about like oh I'm gonna catch this Pokemon because I know it evolves I'm gonna catch this Pokemon and now I'm just like I'm just gonna use Heracross because Heracross is gonna kick everyone's ass I'm gonna use Tauros because Tauros is like OP right when you catch him and I'm using for the first time a Politoed which is if you don't know what Politoed is it's Poliwhirl's second evolution it's it's other evolution so it can go in two ways and go Poliwrath or Politoed. Polytoad's more of Polytoad's more of just that water type, where Poliwrath becomes more of a physical fighting type. Yeah, he's like so, a water and I needed type, a water yeah. type, not a fighting type, because Heracross is a fighting type. Yeah, I chose Chikorita as my starter, which was actually a great choice for Crystal because what I did not realize about Crystal was I was kind of skeptical when I picked Chikorita, but I picked uh, Totodile and Cyndaquil and Gold and Silver when I f- played through them. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'll just pick Chikorita, so I have all three of them. But it was a good choice because. Right off the bat, you can get a water and fire type on your team within the first before you even go to the first gym. So you already have your balanced trio. I was like, perfect. Oh, done. Oh, and yeah, and so that was really cool. Like, um, getting Growlithe and Poliwag on your team right off the bat, having that triangle. I was like, this is that is like the the perfect setup to use Chikorita because then you're not hurting in any of those areas. And uh, yeah, and it's it's been fun. It's Gen two. It's like. My favorite generation, and it's, it's a lot of really good Pokemon in that gen too. Yeah, and <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm still enjoy, I'm still trying to just get through it. I'm training my Pokemon, and all like all I'll say is the one downside to the game that I've noticed, and it's only in this game because Gen One it doesn't happen because Gen One it's it, it, you get to level your Pokemon up to a certain point, and you and you get to like the 50s by the time you're in the Pokemon League, and that's where you should be in every Pokemon game. This one it's a little different because they don't have enough high level areas per se. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's mostly because in Kanto, it's like a straight line. So then every area you enter, it can you can increase the level of Pokemon. Where in this one, you're kind of all over the place and you're going back here and you're coming back here and they're not it's not in a straight line. So they couldn't make the levels of Pokemon super high. And that's the only issue I'm, I struggle with in these games is it's super hard to level up your Pokemon unless you're putting in like hours of training outside of battling and uh but other than that if you're a pokemon master and you enjoy pokemon and you know the mechanics you'll know how to get through the game and it's very enjoyable and it's satisfying and yeah so i haven't beaten it yet i'm still playing it but that's kind of what i've been playing this week and as promised to the wind blowers out there motorized wind blowers to the motorized wind blowers so yeah and you so this week chronicles the first mage that's uh, that's it actually no actually i've been playing uh fall for fall for uh far harbor callback uh no but um <clears throat> excuse me this week i have uh returned to be playing uh fire emblem the sacred stones because i kind of like lost touch with it for a while as i was praying breath of the wild as i was praying uh playing breath of the wild and i just kind of forgot about every other video game i was playing so i've now come back to that and i'm playing it again having a really good time that's uh sacred stones is definitely my favorite out of the two for game boy okay both finals i really really enjoy that i have one guy who is he is so overpowered it is disgusting like literally last night i was i'm like level like 19 and like the enemy of the enemy boss of it he's a level 16 bishop okay he's like crazy powerful 
and um, all of the enemies in the level, like, yeah, they're only like level five or ten, but they're like the upgraded versions. Okay. So they're like super powerful. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder. So I take my guy. Uh, he's Garrick, by the way, for you, those of you who play Garrick. Garrick. He's a mercenary who then becomes a hero who is like an axe wielding and uh, sword wielding guy who's okay. just badasses. Nice. And literally, I sent him into like the middle of all the like really powerful enemies. And I was like, let's see how he does. Armed with nothing but a steel axe, which like, isn't that great. Okay. Compared to the other weapons he had in his arsenal. <laughs> Every single enemy. I, I think he killed 20 enemies in one turn. Jeez. Because they just kept attacking me and dying in one hit. <laughs> and like finally I was like, oh, this is disgusting to watch. Like he's just, every enemy, here comes a great knight. And he's like, ha I want to kill you. No damage. I'm like, oh. Oh. And, and then freaking Garrick one hits him. I'm like, it's not even critical hits. Just so like, then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go against this bishop guy and see how, how much damage I can do. I fucking one hit him. And I was like. Okay, this is this this is gross. Like this is uh, not. Somebody funny. turn on the action replay here because huh. it was it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. But um, also because I haven't talked about it yet on the podcast, and I feel like we're gonna go off on this for a minute here, is the fact that I did officially beat Breath of the Wild. Cool. And moving on. No, I'm just joking. Um, no. No, 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 I'm just joking because you just you text me the other day and go, we need to like do a podcast where we don't talk about Super Mario Odyssey or Breath of the Wild or all this stuff. Because it's not like we've okay. already talked about it. I, I just, I want to touch on the end game of Breath of the Wild real quick. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this now. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay, so right now, um, skip ahead like five minutes if you haven't beat Breath of the Wild. Oh, five minutes, huh? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give us like five, five minutes. minutes. Should maybe we start a timer minutes. for it? Uh, let's start a timer. Okay. Because yep. we want to do this professionally. Yeah. Because I do want to, I do want to, uh, let's say three minutes. Three minutes? You want a three minute uh, timer? Three minutes. Yeah, three, okay, say three minutes. Here. Let me just get it set And then we'll know. So I'll let you guys know when you can skip ahead. I promise. Oh, we look will at not. that! The default setting for my timer is well, three go. minutes. So here we go. Okay, and go. Uh, okay, so skip ahead right now. Three minutes. All right. So for those of you who uh, have beaten Breath of the Wild, you know what I'm talking about. The fact that um, you get to Hyrule Castle, final boss fight, going up against uh, Calamity Ganon himself. What did you think of that boss fight, real quick? Well, Calamity Calamity Ganon. Calamity Ganon was was like. Ugh. Sorry, I'm wasting time. Okay, so I'm all flustered Hurry now. Up. This is too much pressure. This is too much pressure, DJ. Ah, no. Um, so at first, like the boss fight was kind of like I put it off as long as I could because I'm I like to. I do not want to go and beat this game. Like I don't want this game to last forever. So I went in there, and then like obviously all your divine beasts are like, and his health gets knocked down to half. And I was like, ha ha, I'm gonna kick your ass. And then I literally kicked his ass within five seconds because if you have a guardian shield, you can just begin. That's the easiest way to beat him. All mm -hmm. you have to do is hold your guardian shield up. You know what else is, is, is great is if you have a master sword. Yeah, that too, but it's just easier if you have a guardian shield. You literally just have to hold the shield up, and every time his guardian shots fire at you, they just deflect right back at him, and they kill him. Like, it killed him so fast. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. So after that, that's like the first part of the fight. Yeah, right? and then the second part when he's like the actual dark beast, what did you think of that? Because that boss Lame. fight pissed me off. Yeah, it pissed me it off. It was like, Link, fire my light arrow into Ganon's urethra. And you were just like, <laughs> you were just like, Okay, cool. So, is there any like actual stakes here? Ganon's just like standing there. He it's just, like he stands there, and I'm and like, it would have been so much anything. cooler if he's like walking around and he's like destroying trees because it's like that's the last fight. Destroy things, like 
blow up areas of the map. Like you have to, you should have had to yeah. follow him around the map and everything, and you should have been running and blah blah blah. And yeah, so it was so like stationary, and you're just like, it's like, come on, Link, let's go. We've got to go. Come, come on, on Link, let's go. We have to do this. And oh yeah, woohoo! And well, what what pissed me off is the fact that I, I'm not great on a horse, so that pissed me off. But then like. When like it's like oh you have to hit the wait main you didn't have your horse no no I'm I'm not good with a horse oh okay so I go up and kill him and I'm like okay so what's next and then that's it and, and I was just, just like, like now where do we go Link and then Link's like ah uh... and then like it, it's like you do remember me don't you and then it, it cuts to like the end the real true ending where they're just walking around high will again and I'm just kind of like. You know, she's standing there, and I'm like, Are you gonna, is Link going to stare at her ass again? Of course he does. And he's like, ah. Yep. And I'm just like, so after all this amazing, amazing, unique game, that's the ending we get. And I get it. I'm, I'm okay with it because I didn't expect much from the ending. But I, I'm just like, I wanted the end game for you to be able to keep playing. Yeah. I, I thought that that would have been such a cool, unique thing to have in a Zelda game that never done it before. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, you guys let us know what your thoughts are on Breath of the Wild. I'm very curious. Hit us up on Ten, all the social media, email, eight, anything like that. Seven, six, five, <laughs> four. We did reinitiating so podcast. Okay, so uh, the spoilers are over. <laughs> Turn off the sound. So, yeah, welcome back to the podcast. If you uh, didn't want to hear spoilers on Breath of the Wild, those were our thoughts on it. Um, gaming news. Is it Perhaps. time for gaming news? Is it time for gaming news? I don't know. Is it? Is, is, is it? It's time for what gaming news. What time is it? It's about, uh, yeah, it's time for gaming news. Ready your shrinkers, everyone. It's now time for Hotter and Kaz's sexy news report. Okay, so um, we actually have uh, some breaking news today as we record this. It broke, guys. It actually broke on both of these two reports. I have broke on GameSpot. GameSpot. Uh, so if we're wrong on any of this, it's their fault. Ha <laughs> ha. I had a couple of the things I wanted to talk about too, but I kind of feel like they they're, they're going to be old news at this point. Okay. But this is definitely not old news. Uh, number one thing is that Call of Duty Black Ops 4 has been officially announced. Uh, and it is apparently coming out in fall 2018. Ooh, shocker. Oh, I'm yeah. so shocked that a Call of Duty game is coming out in fall. So what this tells us, guys, ha, is that it's going to be like seven months till anyone buys an Xbox. Why is it Xbox exclusive now? <clears throat> uh, no, just people only use Xbox to play online games. Remember, we, we talked about. Oh this. right, right. Ah, okay. callback. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. So, um, thoughts on Black Ops Four? Um, is it I mean, called yeah. Black Cops Four or Black, Black Ops. Ops? Okay, just Carl, making sure. Carl on Duty Black Ops. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Carl yeah. on Duty Black Ops Four. I don't know. I, at this point, I'm. Or how about like um, stop? Ops. You violated the law. The video game. Stop criminal scum. Or what is it? Stop criminal scum. Stop right there, you criminal scum. You violated the law. Your stolen goods are now forfeit. Now pay the court a fine, or it's off to jail. And you're just like, I'm not paying no fine. Then pay with your blood. Is it Skyrim? The Oblivion Guard. Oh yeah, the Oblivion Guard. That he 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 is the best character. Yeah. They're they're hard to kill. No, but he's so funny because it's the same voice actor every time, and it's just like, stop right there, criminal scum. And even if you just like accidentally like trip over a rock the wrong way they're right on you like there's like 50 of them stop right around right you it's there. like stop right there criminal scum now pay the court a fine or it's off to jail it's like your stolen goods are now forfeit but i didn't steal anything not from here you didn't <laughs> but you sure as hell stole something from that town and we know because it's got a red handprint on it how what how did that happen 
I don't know, but stop right there, criminals coming. That was always a big joke. With it. Actually, that was a huge joke with me and my friend when we were younger. When stop they, right there, criminals. We'd play Oblivion and just screw around. And then we looked it up, and there was a website, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was like. It was like Encyclopedia at the time. It was like that kind of thing. I can't remember the name of it. They shut it down and it was the hilarious. You could just like laugh your ass off because they would write the most ridiculous articles and they had one called the of uh, the uh, Imperial Guard from Oblivion is one of the most powerful forces in the universe. He is indestructible. He sees all. He knows all. And then there was a YouTube video or a YouTube um yeah, there was a video on YouTube, and it's basically the most random YouTube video, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the Oblivion Guard just runs up, and it has nothing pertaining to the video at all, and he just goes, Stop right there, criminal scum! You violated- Okay, I'm sorry. Tangents, no tangents! We Back to your supposed news. to do any tangents on the gaming Black news ops. this week. <laughs> I'm okay, sorry. Then, let's try this again. Gaming news. <laughs> gaming news. <laughs> no, but basically, Black Ops, uh, Fall 2018, gonna be interesting, um... I don't care about Black Ops anymore. I haven't for a while. I don't care about Call of Duty. I haven't. The last Black Ops game I played. I like Black Ops One. I thought Black Ops One was amazing. Black Ops One was good for zombies. Um, but I liked the story. I loved it. I liked Modern Warfare Two better. Reading facial keys. Another another piece of gaming news is basically just GameSpot reporting on the Nintendo Labo, the Nintendo Cardboard. Yes, which is it is apparently seriously. Impressive showcase of the Switch, and uh, yeah, they're, they're basically disqualified. To sum up what they're saying, they're basically like, yeah, it's pretty cool. But uh. that also being said, um, they do say that uh, it's apparently pretty flimsy. So it's basically not for kids who so do not buy it for your child. If you want to buy it for you as an adult and wear a giant cardboard robot suit and walk around, you outside, totally can. Go for it. No one will judge you. Maybe a judge will judge you in court after they find you. You're like disqualified. There's one every season, anyways. Yeah. So the Nintendo Lamo. That's Lamo being Lamo. Yeah. Apparently, it's really cool, but like, it's it's you have to be gentle with it. Um, Got to treat it like you would a female. Just be very gentle. Be very kind. Consider it. Yeah, you know. So yeah. Uh, I've been I've, really trying. You know? So yeah, that was all on uh, GameSpot. Sure, shouts to them for uh, you know giving me some game news to talk about this week. Um, also, real quick, uh, you guys probably already know if you are big gamers, but uh, Mario Kart. Oh yes, has been announced that it is going to be coming to mobile devices, Android, iOS. It's going to be available. I am for one. I'm super excited about yeah, this. Yeah, I'm excited for all the micro purchases we get to make. Oh, in I know, the right? Game. Yeah. Like, hey, you want to buy that. Luigi? Buy Luigi for five ninety nine Canadian, or play the game for ten thousand hours. Ha ha! I'm not excited for that part of it, but as far as the actual playing Mario on a mobile, I'm really excited. Especially about if that. it's like you know actually fun and well designed and not annoying and terrifyingly like. See, like when they released Mario Run, I don't think we've ever talked about Mario. No, Run. I played a little bit. I played the first three levels and I considered buying it, but then I read a couple of reviews and it's just like the game is just too handholdy and you get through it and it's just like there are challenges and there are certain times where you have to tap on the screen, but it's not really worth it. And I was kind of like, okay, bye Mario. It's not Run. a game I would buy. It's a game that I would play if it were free, which it should be. Well, yeah, Mario Kart, um, th there isn't really much other information on it, but uh, it's apparently going to be coming out March 2019, so that's very cool. Oh, so it's still a long ways away, then. It's a long ways away, okay, but so I want then they're going to work on it. it. Okay, that's they're gonna good. Fi they'll figure it out. Now yeah, they that's gaming come out with news. Legend of Zelda for... That could be cool. Yeah. Wait, I have a gaming mobile. news thing, though. Okay, what's up? So the uh, another thing that they've announced, and 
that I think is really cool is Illumination Studios, which if you don't know the studios that I'm talking about, is the studios that worked on Despicable Me, and they've worked on other things since then, and they've done the Minions movie. And now they're partnering up with Shigeru Miyamoto, who is like Mario's grandpa. He's like, he's he like, created yeah, Mario, he's essentially. He's one of the creators of Mario, and he's teaming up with them to make a Super Mario movie. A Super Mario movie, didn't they learn from the first time? No, but like this one will actually be It's going to be animated. Because it's got the 3D animation. They're going to have the voice actor for Mario there. Um, oh, what the hell's his name? Uh, um, oh some... my god. Um, oh, this is going to bother the hell out of me. I just was watching an interview with him the other night. Yeah. He's such a good dude. He's amazing. He's amazing. I can't remember his name. And yeah. he literally got the part of Mario just by trying out. And he went, woohoo, let's go. Oh, yeah. And they were like, you're Mario. You're Mario. You yeah. have what it takes. So he's going to be doing Mario's voice. We're going to actually hear Mario like speak in full sentences for like a while. It's going to be great. And they're actually, it's just going to, I feel like it, they can't go wrong because Illumination Studios does such a good job on their movies. They have the right animation style to do a Mario movie just with how goofy they make all their characters look. And Mario is a goofy looking character. All the characters in Mario are goofy looking. They just need the right script and something good. And I hope it's like... I hope they kind of lean it towards yeah. Super Mario 64. Yeah, I, I need to. Or, like, they do something along that line where Mario, like, even if they kind of lean it, like, not into Mario Odyssey, or even if they do it like the worlds, where they're, he's running through the worlds, and it's all, like, kind of, they kind of find a way to make it funny like that. But I, I can't see it going wrong. So I'm actually excited for it, and I can't wait to see the first trailer for Super Mario the movie. Sweet. I'm excited to solve that. That was after the longest uh, gaming news segment we've ever had here on Two Guys in a Game, but that does a lot to cover. Yeah. So that's awesome. I'm very excited. I hope this gets nominated that. for a pod Emmy. A pod, a potomy, a potomy, a pod, 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 podomy. What, what would they be called? Potties. Pod, well, there potties. are there is pod, there, are, there are podcast awards. It's potties. Yeah, they have potties. to be called potties. They're obviously potties. I was actually uh, the hard show was actually <laughs> for a gaming award once. Sorry, potties. Think about hey, it. <laughs> you were nominated for. A I was actually award. nominated for a, oh, an award once. Yes, <clears throat> there's worst podcast ever. Oh <laughs> no, I was gonna say it was um the no never mind. No, you ruined the mood. You killed the mood. All right, so that's it for gaming news this week. So I guess we will now not go on two guys in a tangent, and we will get right into our topic again. Look at us go. We are professionals. We're, we're twenty minutes in, and we're finally. We are into professionals our topic. now. Yes. Brandon is proud. He's sitting there, and he's like, "Wow, these guys have really shaped up." Zach's not just a lawnmower that goes in different directions. He just goes one line at a time, and our lawn looks perfect yeah. now. Two guys in a lawnmower. Two guys in a lawnmower. No, you're you're the lawnmower, and I'm the I'm the I'm the fence that keeps you in the yard. No, Brandon's the fence that keeps us in the air. You're the weed whacker that trims the fence just by the fence. I go near the fence and trim around to make sure it's all covered. Yeah. <laughs> but so uh, as you guys saw in the title today, we are posing. Unless you don't know how to read like TJ didn't. I do now, though. So, supposedly. <laughs> it's not funny anymore. It is funny. Um, It'll always be funny. Obviously, as you guys saw, we have, we're have we kind of posing another question to our all the uh, motorized windblowers out there as well as ourselves. What are some games that you want to see remastered and it can be any games like i mean like it could be a game that we hate and you want to remaster because it means something to you mm -hmm. it's specifically music because there are games that my friend would be like i love this game and i'm like are you high that game's terrible because no it's so good i played it for hours i'm like okay well i don't think they're gonna do an hd version of tetris classic but <laughs> okay get your hopes no i'm just okay, joking man. i mean i would love to see tetris classic remade like oh, okay you know what i mean but anyways yeah so um 
Yeah, games that we want remastered. Uh, do you want to take it or do you want me to take yeah, it? I, I usually st- I was listening to a couple of episodes of the so day. I'll take it then. And y- yeah. I usually start. So let's. I'm going to give the. the all right. Movie. So first of all, I'm not going to start off with Nintendo because we always start off with Nintendo. So I'm going to start off with a game that I actually was just thinking about a, a little bit earlier on in the podcast when I said it and I, it clicked in my head. I was like, oh my gosh, I want a remaster of this game, and I want. And they actually remastered one of them in the series when um last year it came out it was released alongside call of duty infinite warfare it was modern warfare and it was remastered and i was like and i still want to get it because modern warfare is just basically like as good as modern okay it's not as good as modern warfare 2 we all know it's not anyways i want modern warfare 2 to be remastered i think that game would be amazing if they just took what it was and just put a new coat of paint on it they don't have to change anything else. Just a new coat of paint. Just give it that 4K Ultra HD. No, I'm just joking. I don't care about 4K. I just want a nice HD version of Modern Warfare 2, and I think it would be so great to see it. And and I know that they have re-released the collections on the PS3 for Modern Warfare, and I've seen the collections available, and they you can buy it still on Xbox One, but I want like a revamped version where it's nicer. Like, And I'm usually not about the graphics, but this is probably going to be more of a graphical sort of thing and i definitely love the original modern warfare 2 it just had such a goofy gameplay feel to it but at the time you wouldn't look at it as goofy you'd more look of it as being what would be the word i'm looking for you'd be looking at it more as it was like whoa this is like what war zones look like but now if you go back and you're playing it it's just so silly because everybody's running around there's so many ridiculous perks like marathon lightweight stopping like, power ah, i'm in rust i'm gonna shoot you with a I shotgun can shoot you ah. across the map because oh, the, the map is like, like a, yeah like four by four you're like oh what do you want to do in there play dodgeball i don't want to play dodgeball in there dairy and you know you know but no canadian tangents today <laughs> i'm not doing any tangents i'm just saying that, yeah so there was rust but like the maps were fun the per the kill streaks and perks were hilarious and prestiging in the game was so much fun not to mention i remember thinking when i was playing that game when the first two dlc packs came out for it, when the first one came out i wanted it so bad and all my friends were playing on it and i couldn't get it for a week because i had to save up my allowance because being a kid was like oh you had to save up your freaking allowance for the week and so i saved it up and i went out and got enough i had 20 bucks in my bank account to buy a points card for xbox and i got this map and i was like yes like dlc was so such a big deal it, it really was that's when something it, that's, it's, it's definitely lost that it's touch. lost now dlc is just like really like are you really going to bring out seven dlcs for call of duty world war ii yes we are oh wait a minute and three more just got announced too and if you pre-order Black Ops 4 now, you can get the season's pass for 50% off. What do you mean? What do you mean? What's a season pass? It's this thing where we already have the concept for all of the game and we've made it, but we're going to release it to you in the coming months so you can give us more money. But yes, DLC was so cool when it first came out. But it's exclusive. And I love Modern Warfare 2. The gameplay, me and my friends played it for hours. I love the campaign. I thought the campaign was done. It was like the first campaign in a Call of Duty game where they were like, warning, these scenes of violence are basically like saying, hey, we're letting you play as a terrorist. So if you don't yeah, want to no play Russian. this, if you don't want to yeah. play this level, make sure you don't. And I was like, that was a I'm going to play this thing, level man, because yeah. I bought this game and I played it and I was like, this is terrible. And I it was only 14 at the time. And I was like, I can see why they did not mm-hmm. want this in the game or they, they didn't want, but they put it in the game for that reason 
it wasn't to be like, hey, we're being insensitive here. This is mm-hmm. stuff that's happening because it's modern warfare. This is actually like stuff that happens in the war. And it was so cool to me. And the whole concept was great. And they had that. The campaign was incredible. I remember playing the campaign and just loving it. I played through it like so many times on veteran mode and just like get all the, I got all the achievements on that game. Like I maxed out the achievements on that game. And it took a long time. And they had these little side missions too that you had to do. And you had to do them on like, you had to get one of the achievements. The last one I got was do all of these side missions on hard mode and there was just so many ones they had these things called juggernauts in that game i don't know if you remember what they look like these kind big of, yeah, bulky yeah, white yeah, yes. guys and they take forever to kill even if you had a 50 caliber gun or like the best shot in a game it, they would just like take bullets and they're just hit, and they could one shot you on veteran mode so it got to the point where you Screw just like those guys oh man it was so terrible but yeah and i remember just getting the last achievement on that game I was like, yes, and that was one of my first 50 out of 50, and yeah, I'd love to see that game remastered. So, over to you, Mr. Hoddereth. So, Hoddeth. Hoddeth. Uh, the Hod, Hod, Hodder. Hoddeth. 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 Terrence. Terrence J. James Hoddeth the, Hoddeth the fifth. Actually, the second, technically. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, A game you would like to see? The first game that I would like really like to see remastered is Elder Scrolls Three. Morrowind. Yes. Now, he, here's the thing with that is some people might say, "Oh, I'm really surprised that hang on, I'm I'm going to be our uh, mood rise going to blow us for a minute here." Oh, I'm really surprised that TJ didn't pick Oblivion because that's the one that everyone wants wants to have remastered, right? That's the one I always hear. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, would be uh, really great there if we're going to do voices, TJ. No, I'm just joking. Um, would be really great would be if they remastered both of them. Elder Scrolls 3 yes. and 4. Like, why not? In a or even world, just, like, do, do all four of them. And, like, yeah, obviously the first two are kind of, like, they are what they are. But Morrowind, I see why you'd want that one remastered. Mm-hmm. Because that one is, that's such a crazy, like, game to not bring back and not let us play. Mm-hmm. It was so, so good. It was so good. I remember playing it. I got it in a cereal box, by the way. I got that game in a cereal box. Really? Yeah. The first one? Morrowind. Yeah. Oh, you got Morrowind in a... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> H- hang on. Hold the phone. We're gonna we're gonna. <laughs> this whole thing is coming to a stop. Record scratch. What? Yeah, for my computer. Because Morrowind was only for the computer at the time, right? Wasn't it? Or was it out for the Xbox? I have no idea. But what? How, how the? F- what? Yeah, I don't know. I just you remember got getting Morrowind, Morrowind in a. Series. What series? I'm pretty sure. Here, let me just double check. Maybe I'm remembering the hell it wrong. are you talking about? I am so. Con- Why would they give away Morrowind for the computer in a cereal box? Let me. Just I have. See. He's. I could be he's googling this. Morrowind. Cereal. Because I am so confused right now. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just have the game for somehow. Oh wait. Okay. Uh, I feel like you're thinking of something else. Because. Like, I don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I got games in cereal boxes before too, but it was like Commander Keen, which mind you is an exceptional computer game, but uh, definitely is not of Morrowind standards. I feel like that's where I got it from, but I could like, I feel like you're, I feel like you're thinking of something I don't even else. know where I would have gotten it from though, because I know I had it and I just ran, I just, I don't remember how I got this game. I just know it came to me. Like I had this game randomly. 
It was just in my possession, and I and I and I always have it in my head that I got a cereal box. I could be wrong, so maybe if someone else out there has got it in a cereal box, please comment and tell me that you did, so I'm not completely crazy. But if you didn't, then I'm insane, and I'm thinking about because I did get DVDs in cereal boxes, like so we got DVD movies, like and I, else, I might yeah. be, but I'm I'm almost positive I got this in a cereal. Okay, box. well, so, for the sake of argument, yeah. we'll say that you did. But um, <laughs> well, the thing is, is like in my opinion, um, like Morrowind is my favorite in the series. You mean cereal wind? But go on. Cereal wind. Oh, uh, the cornflakes are brutal today. Oh. When you think that you got a game in a cereal box and it turns out you didn't. I did. Anyways, yeah. So, so like, what are some of your, why you want it to be remade? So why? The, the number one thing is, like, it, it is my favorite in the series, but I think that when I think of a, what kind of games do you want to remaster? Games that are at their core are amazing games but maybe they don't hold up for one reason or another number one thing with Morrowind is just the glitchiness and yes, the graphics but that was Bethesda mm-hmm. was it even owned by Bethesda at that time it must yeah, have been yeah Bethesda's so. owned sure. Elder Scrolls from the very beginning yeah. I'm pretty sure so yeah like that's the thing with Bethesda when they were starting off all their games were so glitchy like yeah. all of them like even like up to this date they're still glitchy like you play Fallout 4 and you get dumb glitches and you're just like but it doesn't matter because it outweighs it because of mm-hmm. what they're doing it. yeah and Morrowind was so good. Like, even if you're falling through the map for four hours in Morrowind, you end up landing on a completely different continent, and you're like, how did I get here? And then, like, all these monsters that are way stronger that you come out and attack you and kill you, and then you get pissed off, and you're like, oh, I'm not playing this game anymore. No, I'm just joking. I mean, but like, it, it's Stuff happened, like but... that happened, but, like, it just... Little things like that in the game. It's the, the game's heart. It's all about yeah. the heart of the exactly. game and what it was trying exactly. to accomplish. And you know what? Skyrim would not have existed because of this game. Fallout 3 would not have existed because of this game. Mm-hmm. Simply to say, this game deserves a remastery because of what it did. Exactly. And also, if they remastered it today, think about it with Skyrim-like graphics. That game would blow everyone away. Yeah. People would be but like, more Whoa. Like, even yeah. Oblivion. If you remastered Oblivion, like you were just saying, people would want that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and, and by all means, like, come on, you've spent enough, you remastered Skyrim like four times already for like five different consoles. Like, come yeah. on. Like, and to me, like, because I had it on PS3 and I have it on PS4. To me, there is zero difference. There's like one difference and that's, oh, look at the water. That's it. That's the difference. Yeah, like, that, you know. I, I love how we're both sitting with our hands on our hips right now. We're like, we're so into this topic. Like, no, like... And that's kind of the flip side of just to go go off on this for a minute. Kind of the flip side of remasters is with something like the Skyrim remaster. I mean, don't get me wrong. The number one reason why I got Skyrim from my PS4 was for mods. That was yeah. the number one reason. And why also I got because it. they promised it would run a lot smoother, which it does. Which it, it does. loads like that. And you heard that snap, yeah. I hope, because it's okay. That one you didn't hear, that but you know what? Hear. The first one was good. It loads faster, and it's the same with um, it does. like. When I play, what was I going to say? When I play Fallout 3 on the Xbox One, it loads like a motherfucker. Like, it's yeah. just like you go to one screen and then it's just like loaded. And I'm like, I love this game now. This you game is so much more still playable. loading. Even though Fallout 4, I will say, has like, oh, shut up. Don't make still <laughs> loading. Okay. Like, I know, like, and like Fallout 4 has like a long loading time, but Skyrim, mm-hmm. they just went like, it, and that's go. really cool, and I appreciate that. But when I, f- I, I appreciate paid full you. price. Oh, I appreciate okay. you. Yeah, so. I did too. I paid full price for it. Like I paid full price for Skyrim, and I was just, it left a bad taste in my mouth because I was like, I, I thought that like there was, it was gonna like, I, I knew it was at the core, it was gonna be the same game. I was fine with that. Yeah, but I expected a huge graphic overhaul, and it wasn't. And it was looks the, it's because Skyrim looked great on the PS3. It looked amazing. It didn't have, yeah, it didn't need it. When Skyrim mm-hmm. came out, I was so excited. I was just like. 
is this really a Bethesda game? I'm like, no way. I'm like, I cannot wait till they do this with Fallout. Mm-hmm. And then they did it with Fallout, and I was like, oh my god, this is this amazing. Is like, it's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. that was the one thing that Bethesda always had issues with, but they didn't need the graphics to make their game work. And then when they did it with Skyrim, I was like, Fallout 4 is going to look so good by the time they get around to making it. And sure enough, it was. So yeah, no, but the graphic overhaul wasn't, they didn't update it at all. Because I don't think they could. There's nothing to mm-hmm. update at that point. Like, unless you want to give it Fallout 4's graphics, but I don't even know how you'd go about Which, what, if that, if you're going to do that, you might as well just make a whole new game. You might as well just make Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah. Which, like, which I, is ground rim. Yeah. No, <laughs> Which, like, I'm not sitting here saying that they should have completely overhauled every single graphic in the game, but, like, I expected, like, little things. I expected more than just the water to look better. Yeah. I was just really disappointed on that. So that's kind of the flip side of remasters is obviously there's the good side where like a game like um like talking about the good side of it, like Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. The three D re- re- remasters. The, uh, yeah, those, those are amazing. amazing. Yeah. If they those could the port those onto the Switch, <gasps> not gonna talk about that. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. That'd be so cool. But they're good on the three D S and that's mm-hmm. where they belong. They belong there they now. Do, yeah. Because you know what? They've they like they plant they built up the three D S console mm-hmm. and that's like they deserve that console deserves those games for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. And, and, and totally honestly, agree. like the Wii U, like it's not like they had a shortage of remasters for Zelda games over the past four or five years. Like they've literally hammered out all their classics onto all their new consoles. So for people who've never played them, they got the opportunity to play them with nice, mm-hmm. like easy on the eyes graphics. And yeah, so I hear what you're saying changes. about I hear what you're saying about the remasters. Though. They can go one way or another. Where like sometimes a remaster is like, holy jump, and we've needed this remaster to the point where it's like here's the last of us and here's the last of us remastered for ps4 what's different nothing we just called it, it is remastered. literally that is another example yep it looks the exact same so why are you it calling it a remaster it's not a remaster it's literally just put the game on the console call it the last of us for ps4 with all the dlc but see if they just call if they if they just said that then people would be like oh but what's the difference this has all the dlc and then, yeah, and then so you've you got, like, Final Fantasy X Remastered HD, which is, like, I love it because they give you two options, right? When you start off the game, they go, originally, in Japan, when we came out with this game, we had an option where you could play Super Expert Mode, regular mode, but we didn't include that in the original one, but now you can play it. And I was like, what's Expert Mode? Expert Mode's freaking awesome. Expert Mode, everybody starts off in the Spirit Grid in the same spot, and you mm-hmm. can choose the path you want them to go down. So you don't have a set path, where if you play regular mode, everyone's got their set path, they go around the loop. This one's, like, you start in the middle of the Spirit Grid, so, yeah, that that was cool. Like that was a difference. And then the graphics and the music was changing. I was like, you know what? This game is like ten years old, or it's probably even older. It was older than that. No, probably about ten years old. No, wait, no, no, older than that. I was like fifteen years old. This game, and I was like, holy jumping! I'm like, this game needed a remaster so bad because people would have missed out on it. Absolutely. And that's the kind of game like where it's like you don't need to like when you just give an HD version of a game, it's good. But then then again, it's like it always goes back and forth. Like. I, I don't want to just make it a discussion about like all oh, remakes and remasters. Mm-hmm. Like we will talk about other games that we want remastered, but it's like there's necessary ones and there's unnecessary ones. There's oh, cash grabs and then there's yeah. ones that people are like, you know what, this is sort of a cash grab, but it's not an unnecessary cash grab. Or like, you can be like, you know, like remastering a Pokemon game. Like when they redid all the like the Gen three makes there for 3ds, necessary. People were begging for those for years. They were like, remake these games, and they finally came out and said, okay, we get it. You want these games? Fine, we'll give in. And they made them, and I was like. The second I started playing the game, I cried. I literally cried the night I downloaded that game because I was like, this is like my nostalgia mm-hmm. like life force right here coming back to me. And I'm like, I'm getting this experience to relive this game. And the music's there and the, even the way that the, the boxes are set. I was like, yes. And then you got Halo. Here's Halo Remastered. 
Why? Because why not? Don't you want Halo Four and Halo Three remastered? They came out a year ago. Well, here they are. Yeah, see that, and that kind of that's kind of the side of the. Here's Gears of War Ultimate Edition. What is it? It's Gears of War One remastered. Okay, that's a little bit more understandable. That game's been out for 17 years, and then you come out with Gears of War Four, and you're like, so how come you remastered Gears of War One? That's off topic. Anyways, yes, no, but yeah, there's certain games that need to be remade, and then there's games that are just like, is that really a remastery though? It's more like called a rehash. You should have just called it like Skyrim the rehash. And I'm sure they could coin a term that would be like, oh, uh, Skyrim, the definitive edition or whatever. Yeah. I still would have probably bought it. Yeah. Or just call it, hey, Skyrim with mods. I would have bought it still. Or call it. Mind you, I don't have a single playthrough Skyrim, on Skyrim, Skyrim that I'm actually using mods. Yeah, neither do I. I mean, like, I just, I'm going to, I want to, but I just. There's fun mods for it where you can just walk around with like, like looking like a badass and just like, mm-hmm. you're like, you are a god. You kill everything. You can summon dragons. That are uh, Randy Savage. See, I like mods. We're like, and I'm just gonna talk about this for a second because we gotta get back. But um, there was one where like they um, they had a bunch of different races you could play as. Yeah. There was one that was like a half giant or whatever. Or like IKEA. Mm-hmm. IKEA. Yeah, you're just a chair running around. See, like that's stupid though. With a chair head. I don't like that. I, just, I, I like games that like improve mods that improve the game. You don't like mods that make the game silly and no, ridiculous. No, I, I just don't. I just don't. You don't but, like mods. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Come on, Master yeah. Chief. Let's anyway, go. Anyway. So what is another game you want to see remastered, Mr. Castle Jones? I would love, and this is something that I am just, I feel like if I put it out in the universe right here and I say it, that I'm going to hear about it in the next six months that they're already working on and I'm dying for it. I would love Paper Mario for the N64 and yes, I know it's Nintendo, but hey, we didn't start off on Nintendo, guys. So yeah, so we're gonna get to Nintendo, Nintendo games now. Yeah, and that's n- our Nintendo. Paper Mario, Paper Mario Classic, or yes. Paper Mario and Paper Mario in the Thousand Year Door. I would love remasters of these games because I feel like it has been long enough where people have not had the opportunity to play these games, and it would be such a good venture for Nintendo to just go like, "Hey, we have these games. Why don't we just give them a nice look?" Like the Paper Mario graphics in the like in Color Splash are great. It's the gameplay I don't really enjoy about Color Splash, and I want that gameplay back for the classic RPG. Mm-hmm. I think it would be, I would be remiss to say that if they did not, <laughs> if they did not bring these games back, they would be missing out on a whole RPG market. Like this is Nintendo's RPG. This is their thing. And like another one actually that I just remembered was our producer was talking to us a little while ago there and he said mario rpg like the yes. classic one that would be amazing super mario rpg super mario rpgs where yeah. paper mario came from yeah. that's where all these games came from that are rpg like nintendo rpg games and they would be great if they could remaster it or just give them like a nice overhaul and don't change the story just keep it the same way make it fun or if they did want to make a new paper mario the same way as you did make these ones because mm-hmm. they're they're lacking them. And I know why they're lacking them. It's the same thing that always happens with Nintendo. The company that makes helps them make the game goes... Yeah. And then Nintendo's like, oh, well, let's still continue the series the way we want to do it. And then it's just like, yeah, but that's not... Here's the- Color Splash. Here's Color Splash and Sticker Star. What is this? No, it's Paper Mario. No, it's, no, it's bullshit. Yeah. It's really that, bullshit. That, that, like, genuinely upset me. Yeah, and, like, Super Paper Mario was good because it still felt like RPG. Mm-hmm. They just made it more real-time RPG. It wasn't, like, turn-based. It was just like, okay, here you go. Boom. Oh, you leveled up. Congratulations. Here's your partners. Keep using your partners, whatever. It was still fun, and it was a great little game. And it wasn't Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door, Paper Mario, but it was 
still Paper Mario to me. And then right after Secret Star came out, like I remember getting so excited. I was like, oh, Paper Mario, yes, for the 3DS. Went out and got it, and I was like, popped it in, started playing it, and I'm like, what did you do to my game? Like, yeah. what did you do it's to like my franchise? The and then game. the fact that, and then when they announced Color Splash, I was like, oh, it's like, here, okay, maybe, maybe we'll go back. What have Demon you done yeah. to my game? So that is a game that I think where Nintendo would be, they would just be lost on themselves. They would just be losing out on not, not taking these games that, yeah. and just being like, we have we have all the models for Paper Mario here because of Color Splash. Just implement that into the game and make it uh, make that classic game mm-hmm. remaster and well, bring just, it back and just yeah. bring back this gaming like can you like bring back the gaming companies that are dead like you can bring them back from the dead Nintendo has no shortage of it like that's what I'm that's something that they should be doing anyways yeah that's a game that I feel definitely needs to be brought back to the Switch and done properly because I know they can do it full remaster they just did it with Super Mario <laughs> Odyssey so there's no excuse that they can't bring Paper Mario and revive it the way it should be revived yeah cuz that's even like just for them to start off because we are talking about remastering specific games, just for them to start off by saying, okay, here's a remastered version for the Switch of Paper Mario. Yeah. The original, here it is. Yeah, it's going to probably look very similar, but even if they just ported it onto the Switch and they changed a couple things, like they just made things flow a little more and kept it that turn-based. a bit, you know, like... Like just little things. I guarantee you that would sell... Yeah. And so many people would be so happy to see it. It would sell itself. And then from there, they'd be like, wow, there's a market for this here. There is. And there's, and that's the thing right now. Single player gaming is making a comeback, which we it discussed is. in yeah. episode 10. And it's there. And it's like nobody wants to see multiplayer games anymore. Like, And Nintendo's not doing it either. Nintendo's on the right track. We already talked about this. But it, they still need to stay on that track and not go off base too much. Where they seem to like get into their third year of their gaming console. And it's just like. They just lose it. So, it's like, woo, yeah. yeah, here, here's a bunch of games. And everyone's kind of like, um, what are you doing, Nintendo? I'm kind of like lost now. Like, I thought that we were doing good this time. Like, you came out with this game. It was pretty successful. You did this. You announced this game. And then all of a sudden, you just kind of lost your mind. And they seem to be, so let's hope it's not a repeat of that. Like, I'd like to just see them actually succeed with this console on that which they already have i mean they've all outsold the switch is it's, it's the fastest selling console of all time outsold the wii u yet? like way before like they've outsold the wii u in history and it's yeah. only been out for like almost a year now the nintendo switch has it really been that long already a year two years now no no did I, it come out in march last year yeah march last year 2017 really march, right? wow yeah, so it's okay. been almost a year yeah oh yeah it's 2018 uh, welcome no, to I, the I'm new year to the new year welcome to the new year with Haru and kaz in the morning Anyways. 97.85 is my test score. Okay, so another game you want Awkward silences. No, but uh, another game I want to be remastered is another Nintendo game. Nintendo, my intentions, give us free stuff. My intentions are to have this game remastered. And this is another one that they were going to... We were talking about this before we started. Yeah. They were going to remaster the game. It looked awesome. And then they just... <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened. Nintendo was like, hey, I wonder what happens if I push this button that turns off the plane. Oh. And that game. Sorry. I like to do the You had to do the extra. You know, where it's coming towards you and you're like, oh, no, it's coming. 
<laughs> and that game would be Diddy Aiden Kong Chronicles, the first mage. I'm just joking. No, uh, Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong two. Racing. Two. Just one. Two. The first it would have been Diddy Kong Racing 2. Yeah, well, that's what it would have been. But what I'm saying is for them to just... Yeah. Because to me, a remaster isn't a revival. What what you're saying is basically it'd be a revival of the series. Okay, no, no. A remaster of Diddy Kong Racing 1. Hmm. For just literally... Yeah. Port it onto the Switch, yep. update your graphics. Not Donkey Kong Racing, not Lanky Kong Racing, not Chunky Kong no, Racing. Just Diddy, Diddy Kong, Kong Racing. Racing. Just the Keep basic Diddy the Kong. The basics the same. Maybe add a couple characters for fun. Yeah. You know, it was a game that is timeless. I played it... Um, actually, I forgot to mention that a couple weeks ago. I played Diddy Kong Racing in a buddy's house for like a couple hours. I totally forgot to mention that. Yeah. It was so I forgot Good. how much fun you to that, that freaking game was. I did. I, I feel like an idiot now. I completely forgot that. Because I was so hyped on it. Yeah. I just I remember what we were talking about that week, but I was super hyped on something else. Whatever. Anyway. Diddy Kong Racing is one of those games that it is literally timeless. I think anyone at any age can play it and have fun with it. Yeah. It's kind of like it's similar with Mario Kart in that respect. Yeah. But of to me, now Mario Kart's kind of like, eh, you know, like it's the same same. Uh, thing different place kind of. yeah whereas with diddy kong racing if they re- just keep the story the same all the same characters keep the weaponry the same just it was such a great story it was such a feel-good game all around but then at the same time it was challenging at yeah times. it was D- three different types of vehicles the boss races are actually challenging. Mm-hmm. It's such a great... Ra- it's it's one of my all-time favorite racing games. I don't like racing games that much. And it, it's not it, technically a racing mm-hmm. game, though, at the end of the it's day. It's like an adventure. It's more of like a get in the vehicle. car and go beat people up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> it's Oh, my God. It's Grand Theft Diddy. <laughs> Just a picture of Diddy Kong with... Uh, it's like Diddy Kong's face on P. Diddy's body. Grand Theft Diddy. Grand <laughs> Theft Diddy. Oh my god! But yeah, no, Diddy Kong Racing is definitely one that I think, and it would sell. Like, if they were like, "Hey guys, so we're putting it would this sell on. if we bought it. <laughs> it would sell. We just had to go buy it because then like, they could sell it to us." I feel, and the thing is, like, I feel like maybe I'm, I'm, I'm like tuning my own horn too much saying this, but <laughs> no, like, no, I understand. I, think, I was just thinking about Paper Mario there, and I was just like, "But would it sell though?" Or am I just saying that because yeah, no, I would it, buy it? I, like, because I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on what people actually want in life. I think so. I would hope so. Yeah. Like, I, I knew that people wanted a gaming podcast, so I'm like, I'm gaming podcast. And I knew TJ needed a co-host that could hold him up when, you know, he goes, when he gets on this podcast and stuff. He needs somebody to have a good back and forth. I need somebody to, you know, so, do all the actual funny, entertaining stuff. There you go. There. That's what, it, so there that's, we go. That's, that's, that's what, what he was, was trying to politely say. That's uh-huh. what I wanted to hear. I wanted, I wanted someone who could be a lawnmower. Well, I, I guess you're not walking. the worst looking guy that's ever walked in here. That's what I was looking to hear. That's what I wanted to hear. But yeah, I just think that it's one that it would sell itself. Cause I understand. I understand that to remaster a game, you're bringing back something that's already been done and you're putting all this it's funding risky. into it. It's, it's risky, crispy, risky. But then if you're remastering a bunch of stupid games that are dumb, why not take take a risk? Go Diddy Kong Racing. Here it is remastered. I can, I, I would bet money on the fact that that would sell. Maybe not sell like a million copies or anything like that, but it would definitely, it would, they'd make their money back for sure on it. I, yeah. I think 100%. 
Okay, guys, so we're going to take a quick second to give a much-needed shout-out to our good friend, Mr. Jason Reese from Jaybird Digital Arts. Whether you guys need t-shirts, logos, business cards, phone manipulation, custom art, anything like that, Jason is your guy. You've seen our logo. You've seen how awesome it is. Hit him up today by going to www.jbirddigitalarts.com. That is J-A-Y-B-I-R-D digitalarts.com. Go there right now. Right now, guys. Just don't just pause the podcast. <laughs> Jaybird Digital Arts. Digital Arts. <laughs> <laughs> I think a nice one would be, I'm going to go off Nintendo there. I'll just go into Tales of Vesperia. So for those of you who know the Tales of series, like Tales of Symphonia, Tales of... Uh, Zillia, I don't know, there's a couple other ones. I don't even know what you're talking the about. The Tales of so series, you've never heard of them? No. Um, they're like a JRPG series, but they all start off with like Tales of, that's their thing, and then it's like a different story. Like, you never heard of Tales of the Abyss? I'm, I never have, no. Okay, I'm so... I'm very like, surprised I haven't heard of this. This would be a teaching TJ pop culture moment if we had the time, but anyways, they're just basically a really nice... Uh, we got all the time you need. Okay, fine. This is a teaching TJ pop culture <laughs> moment. Why we, we have tons of time. So, teaching TJ pop culture. This is the Tales of series are all nicely done JRPGs. They've been around for years, and um, they are just super long, incredible, um, rich stories that just make you have the feels. Most of the time, they are um, what's the word I'm looking for, like. Uh, it's more like a free roaming RPG. It's, it's so you go your... into your battle, you initiate mm-hmm. your battle sequences, and then whatever character you are playing, you go into battle with. You've got your teammates and their computer players, and they're helping you in battle, and you can have a certain amount of people on your team. Mm-hmm. And then you just level up your characters as you go along, whatever. And it's really fun. So Tales of Vesperia is one that was released for the Xbox 360 in 2005, 2006. I'm pretty sure it was around then. So it's just, you know, like a little over like 12, 13 years old. And... um uh, it starts off and you're just this like badass character who's a total street rat and he's just like, yo, what's up? I'm a street rat. Let's let's go in here and then he, he you know he starts doing all this stuff and whatever and and uh, he ends up meeting the princess. She's like, oh, it's the princess. The princess is like, I want to get out of here and I want to go on an adventure. And he's like, whatever, princess. Like, and I, the banana guards are like, oh, they're like, all right, princess, you can't leave. You can't leave here. And they sound so much like Kermit the Frog. You can't leave, princess. And she's like, but I want to go. I want to be free. I want to go on an adventure. And Yuri, that's the main character. His name's Yuri. Like, I can't remember his last name. He's got like a really cool name. His name, anyways, his first name's Yuri. He's like, he's Yuri like, Hotter. No, he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, you want to escape the castle, princess? Very well. And so they go in all these fights, and Yuri's awesome with his sword. He's just like, he holds his sword and it's hilt by a rope the whole time. That's his character, right? Like, he just That's holds it. That's pretty cool. And whenever he goes into battle, he just pulls the sword out, and the hilt just, like, goes on the ground. And then he's just like, wham, wham. He's, like, basically, like, a, like he's amazing. Like, he's a great swordsman, right? And uh, so all these cool little battles initiate with the guards. And they're like, oh, princess, come back. And he goes off, and then they end up going on this huge quest. And it's just, like, it starts off so small and just so easy. And then it just... Boom, boom, boom. Just so each bigger, of the bigger. game is like building on the story, it basically? It builds or? right up, and okay, you meet all cool. these crazy characters. You meet, you go and you have these insane boss fights, but you learn to play the game like really quickly. If you, you either going to pick up on it, or you're going to just end up with like, oh, like the most frustrating experience of your life playing a game. But it's so much fun. You learn how to block. You learn all these different tactics and moves and special attacks. There's uh, different ways to beat boss fights. Like 
you'll see like elements outside of the ring that you can attack and once you attack them it'll like make the boss weak or whatever it'll confuse the oh, boss that's cool yeah so it's really cool the graphics were, were great already it's a cell shaded game so it was just like it looks like dragon ball z games like how those ones mm-hmm. look when you're battling but really fun and then on top of it any of these serious cutscenes they had they had like it was like anime style like that's how all the games are they have these really nice cutscenes that just like and they're always big moments in the game and whenever these cutscenes happen, you're just like, holy shit. Like, that's crazy. It's like, they're going ins- down. They're intense cutscenes. Like, there's a scene where Yuri's fighting his best friend, who's like the, the head knight to the princess that he has helped escape from the castle or whatever. And this, him and this head knight are going at it, and Yuri's kicking his ass, and the head knight's like, I don't understand how you're doing this. And he's just like, whatever, Flynn. He's like, you'll never understand what it's like to be a brunette. And Flynn's like, no, I'm <laughs> And then, and then Yuri and him just go at it. And then, like, Estelle's like, what about me? What am I? And then Yuri's like, you're some sort of pink-haired anomaly. And so they go through. But, yeah, and it's just, like, all around the game is just – it it just keeps you going. And um, What like, were these What were these for? Like, what console? The Tales of series? Yeah. All consoles. They came out for everything. Like, yeah. Literally, they were out like, – So which is the one that you want – now that you've kind of given me a bit of a snapshot. Tales of, game, of Vesperia. What? It's mm-hmm. for the 360. I think you can still download it on the 360. And um, it did. What happened is they released them exclusively for one console, and then later on in Japan, sometimes they'll do a remaster of the game or they'll add on to it. So in Japan, what they actually did with this game is they did remaster it, but they added another forty hours of story to it. Oh, wow. Added an extra four playable characters, and I was just like, "Can you release it for here?" And then the voice actors were like, "Yeah, we don't really feel like doing the voice acting for that extra forty hours since it's been like five years." So nah. So basically, Japan got this amazing revamped forty extra hours of gameplay, Tales of Asperia, with a bunch of extra crap in it that made the game a lot better than it already was. But then they didn't release it in America. They didn't release in it in America. Canada. So what I'd like to see is not that. But I don't care about that. I would just like to see them remaster the original one again, bring it out kind of thing and yes yeah, so but yeah that's the tales of game there's also a lot of other tales of games that are good i'm not looking these up because they sound cool yeah like tales of the abyss was originally out for ps2 and then they remastered it for 3ds i feel like i saw that game and that game's point. rare now yeah. like i picked up that game because i was like i'm just gonna pick this game up because i love tales of asperia so tales of the abyss has to be good it's amazing tales of the abyss is probably better than tales of asperia oh, but tales of asperia was my first game, tales of game that i played and then i ended up buying another one came up for ps3 and I remember I saw it on sale, and I was like, there's no way this game's on sale. It just came out. And it was only like 35 bucks for Tales of Zillia, which was the, the game that came out after. There was another game that was out before that. It was like, they all have like really weird names, like, but they all are about something. Like, it's just like Vesperia, that was their land, like the Tales of mm-hmm. Vesperia. But then Tales of the Abyss was like about a, a creature named Abyss. And then Tales of Symphonia, that was about... Is he a wrestler from uh, TNA? Yes, yes, he is. He definitely is. Ha! No, I'm trying to think of the one that came out in between. And it was out for PS3. And I remember playing it with my friend. Because you could... It's two-player. Like, it's multiplayer, too. Oh, is it really? Yeah, cool. it's a multiplayer RPG. So you plug in your controller, and then you just take control of another character in the game. So so let's 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 make this right now. This sounds cool. Let's try and do this. Let's Let's try and find that game. And and we'll, we'll we'll play it, we'll like stream it or something. Let's make that pledge right now. It's a it's a hard game to find. Best we'll see if we let's see if we can. I had it and then um, I had it for Xbox on a digital download, and then my brother fucking deleted it. I didn't know you didn't want to play it. You didn't know I didn't want to keep the one game on here that's not in English. It's in full Japanese because they didn't change. No, I wanted to keep the game. Yeah, he deletes it, and I'm like, dude, you know. I do not have access to this game anymore because it's on my old account that I'm locked out of. I would have to repurchase this game. And then I go to repurchase it. 
It's not even there anymore. I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna murder you, kid. I'm gonna freaking murder you. I'm like, you don't. I was so pissed. And my mom's like, it's just a video game. I'm like, it is not just a video game. You find this game now and you replace it. It's 150 dollars. God damn it! Like literally, like to buy it online. So yeah. I want a remaster of it so I can. So let's him. so let's make that pledge right now because I I think eventually uh, you are going to see your boys Harder and Kaz do some game streaming at some point I think. Oh yeah, uh, that's not tell for time. Where's the Where's the contract? Where's the contract? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Over here. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll we'll try and stream that game sometime. Could yeah. be fun. Now, I want I want to do oh, some yeah. pop culture. Yeah, that was teaching TJ pop culture and also uh, another game he wants remastered. Mm-hmm. So now, do you have any other games you want to talk about that you want remastered? As as we kind of get ready to wrap today up here. Uh, not really. Because I, I I have you go ahead because I have two more. One's going to be really quick though. Okay. And that Make is my next quickie. one, which is uh, Silent Hill for the Room. Which I have talked about on this podcast before. Very so why do you want it remastered? Let me explain. So this game freaked me out so badly that it was—it's the only time I've ever played a game where Let's I got just say to a certain TJ's point. testicles receded into his stomach. That's yeah. How like I'm, this I'm game a bitch. Works. Everyone knows that. Everyone who knows me knows that I, I'm a huge bitch when it comes to horror movies and stuff like that. Um, this is the only time in a video game. I've played a lot of horror video games. Mm-hmm. This is the only time in a video game where I experienced something. I slowly got up, walked over to the console, turned it off, took the game at for, first I opened the thing, took the game out, put it in its case, and did not play it for like six months. And resealed it, put the plastic seal on it, hot blow dried it, so I might like, as well have burned shrink it. Shrink wrapped like, it. it oh, and dude. and then the next day he woke up and the game was back in the console. That's what I thought was gonna happen. And the thing is with it is it's a really great story. It's really creepy. Um, but the whole concept is basically you're in your apartment and then all this other stuff happens. But like, so why do you want it remastered though? Because the number one reason why I want it remastered is the graphics. Okay. Because it was an Xbox game. Yeah. So like the original Xbox, I feel like if they remastered this game, new music, because the music was kind of meh for it, new voice acting, because the voice acting was kind of subpar, um, slightly different um control schemes as far as like not so much polygonal because it's characters. it's very clunk it's a very clunky mm-hmm. game but at the time that makes it harder so i i still want it to be a hard game but the number one reason is the graphics because the moment that it, it literally scared me to the point where i literally did that was you come like your your apartment basically starts to turn on you as mm-hmm. you go through the game, okay? And all this weird evil shit start keeps happening, and the one moment you come walking out of like your like bedroom, reference you, like, to episode. I don't remember what episode it was. I talked about. I think it was episode. One? I want to say pilot? it was episode one. Was it our pilot? I think it was the pilot. Was I don't know why I was talking about top it, ten GameCube, GameCube games. games. I don't know. I don't know why I was talking about it, but oh no no I was talking no about yeah maybe it was a hotter show episode maybe was it maybe i don't know whatever anyway at some point anyways you say um where was i going with that oh yeah so you come walking out and you hear this like these like babies going like eh, eh, eh. and i was like what the hell and you turn the corner and there's like these kid heads behind your wallpaper that are trying to like get out and that scene remastered with more detail and more like horrifying graphics, 
I literally think would make me like shit myself. Yeah, I think so that's be, a great reason really to get a game remastered. Good selling point, TJ. I think now they're definitely going to remake it they because should. people want to shit their pants while they're playing. I just game. think that with the amount of um, content that game has, as far as the story and just how in depth and creepy it is, mm-hmm. I think that doing that it would just it would be so cool. That's something. That's a one for me. Personally. Actually, you made me think of another game I want remastered. What's up? Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. I don't know what it so is. Great. I think so they need great. to remake it again, and this they time for to. the Switch. And I'm not talking about the one that's on the Switch. They need to remaster that one again and make it even better. Yes. And I think they need to put guns in the Skyrim. Better graphics. I think they need to add guns in. Like, they need to just make a Fallout in the You know the how Skyrim Fable universe. 1 only used swords, and then Fable 2 introduced guns? I think Skyrim 2 has to come out. Elder I think, Scrolls V I think, Skyrim I think there's 2. a mod for guns in Skyrim now, though. No, I don't, I'm not talking about mods. I'm actually talking about you're running around and a dragon lands in front of you and you just pull out a freaking 50 bear cow and you're just like, what, what, what's the music? Like, do, 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 do. And the dragon's head just explodes. <laughs> and it's just like in slow-mo. And then it's just like, and then all of a sudden it, it introduces a new concept into the game. And this is where it comes down to it. And it's just like, this is called the transition period, folks. This is called the Elder Fallout Scrolls. Modern Fallout 3 Rim. And then it just transitions in, and you just see the transition from Skyrim into Fallout. That'd be... No, okay. And then TJ, Fallout. your last game. No tangents. <laughs> I was like, I mean, this is funny, but I have no idea where you're going with I don't know where you're going with this. I cannot. I don't know where the thing. chase is, and when you're cutting through it. To it. See, that, that's what I like about you, though. It's like you, You'll go off in these like funny tangents, but I'm just like, I don't know what I can add to what you're saying, because I don't know where you're going. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you know, you're not the worst-looking guy that's ever been on this podcast. That's what I wanted to hear. Okay. Uh, So the last game that I want to see remastered, of course, is a game that I have talked about quite a bit here on this podcast. And Kaz is going to say it with me. (laughs) Alien Chronicles the First Mage. I've been waiting for this. Okay. Get comfortable. Get comfortable on our squeaky chairs. That's the sound. Yes. Squeak, squeak, There's some squeaky noise that's coming from his chair for some reason. Anyway. It's because I killed a mouse under my chair and he's still breathing. He's like, ah, mouse. Oh, oh, that was awesome. I can literally hear the mouse humping in the wall. Oh, God. Ah, so anyway, uh, Aiden Crocker's The First Mage is one of those games that's, um, I'm just kidding. Because you always say, I say it way too fast, and you never understand. Andy Krakos was a mage, bud. Bud? (laughs) (laughs) But no. To me, this is exactly the kind of game that I, when I think of a remaster, this is what I want. Because it has an incredible, immersive, unique story, incredible, unique characters, a very unique combat system that I think with an overhaul mm-hmm. could be very similar. And I still have never to, played it. Mm-hmm. So I would like to Have play I even it. showed you the game before? No. Is it like Quest 64? Uh, no. It's not? Kind of similar combat style. Because Quest 64 ticked me off a lot. But that's a game that they should also remaster and they should just call it yes. Quest and not Quest 64. And Glover. And Donkey Kong 64. Such a good game. And Glover was... Dude, Glover was... Okay, we can't. We can't. We can't. <laughs> and Chronicles vs. Mage, but... So, yeah. Like, a game, it had horrible glitchiness and horrible graphics, horrible music, but fix those things with a remaster. And instead of Adian Chronicles vs. Mage, you've got Adian Chronicles. Chronicles, the sequel to the first mage. The sequel. The second mage. No. The sequel to the first mage sounds so much better. Da, 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 da. Or you could call it the zero mage. There is no Resident evil zero. No, Adian Chronicles. 
Zero. No, just call it Eating Chronicles. That'd be a great name for Eating Chronicles. Yeah. Just Eating Chronicles. It's one that it's a, one that should have been a series. Yeah, but and that's what I mean. Like, just to me, that's one that obviously that's one that I know is never ever going to happen because there wasn't. And it's a, just like Jet Force Gemini. That's another one I meant. That's what I was trying to think of there when I couldn't think mm-hmm. of anything. But Jet Force Gemini would have been one of those games as well. Like, I know they'll never do. It'd it. It'd be amazing to see. I know they, the only way they could ever do it is if Xbox grew a pair of balls and hired an actual good gaming company or gaming people to come in and go. You guys know what this game is? Yep. Can you make it good? Because Jet Force Gemini was basically like that. Should have been a series. Mm-hmm. Jet sure, Force, man. and it should have just been called like it should have started off Jet Force Gemini, and then you could go to a different like instead of Jet Force Gemini, it could be Jet Force Scorpio, and I'd be one of the main characters. It'd be Casador Jones and Hotter. You know, and it'd be like, oh, but the music for that game it was that's, good. That's the thing. Like the whole soundtrack for that game was just like wasted. I felt so bad because like every time I go to play that game, I feel like every time you go to a planet, like have you ever, you know how you like initiate your traveling and everything yeah. like that? Oh, yeah. like, so like it started like, it's been a long time. I wish I could play it, some of the yeah. music for you. Like, and I, like, I'll just do some like sound over here from like my own soundtrack. <laughs> like when you're waiting to go on the mission, it's like, and then you're just like, and then you get to pick your planet. And then as you're arriving at the planet, it's like, and I felt like when I was playing it again there, I finally played through it and beat it. I was like, this would have been a great TV show. Like, this time on Jet Force Gemini, Juno arrives on planet Zarlax or whatever in order to fight the threat of, I can't even remember the name of the threat, but they're the ant people. That's what I call them because they're just literally The ant ants. people. They're bugs. Are they're they crab bugs. people? Crab people, crab. The crab people's all reign supreme. You can't hear, but I'm clicking my hands together. Click, click, click. Yes, no, but like, it was so good. Like, the, the story, the concept behind it, it was so very much like they had such a solid shooter game, and Rare was just on their on point with it except they released it on a console that was not built for first person shooters at all and unfortunately n64 was just the it place to be rare was comfortable with n64 and that's a game where now i i if microsoft could just go we own rare why don't we take this totally untapped game like why don't we take all of our untapped games and actually try and give them a good base and it's because they can't because they're microsoft so what Rare needs to do is they need to keep making a couple more ukulele games. I mean, the new Rare. Make a couple more ukulele games. Make enough money to buy the rights back to your freaking video games. So we can and have fix our them. Bring Jet Force Gemini back. Mm-hmm. You can do it now. Bring Banjo-Kazooie back. Make another Donkey Kong game with Nintendo. Make a baby with Nintendo. Do it. And that's almost that's like almost a discussion for another time, which yes. is franchises we want back. Yeah. So we will definitely talk about it another time because it is now time for some shout-outs. Shout-outs initiating. Do you want to shout today, Cass? No. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> no. Disqualified. No. I would like to personally... This isn't really a shout-out. Well, I guess it kind of can be. I would like to shout-out to the 150th episode of The Hotter Show. Congratulations. Woo! Oh, thank you. Congratulations, yeah. TJ. You. I'm very proud of him. He was like, wow, this is completely... I, I didn't know oh, you were actually Oh, my goodness. This. Oh, my. Oh. I, oh. I would like to thank everybody for this dishonor and a wood. <laughs> I... I would like to. Oh. I want to thank. Oh my God! Lord. I want to thank Jesus. I would like to thank the Lord God. <laughs> you know, and Jesus. I, I would also like to thank Satan. I'd like because, to thank you know, the agnostic he, he, gods. There. You know, I don't know whether or not they actually exist. Who knows? Who are we to say? I can't but possibly know. I can't know. Um, but no, I'm. I'm very congratulations. Well, thank you for a good episode. 
I'm like, and I'm glad I could be a part of it. What do you mean it was okay? It's okay. It's if okay. I'm on an episode with you, it's a good episode. So I put myself into the episode. And you know, we had a lot of great people in that chat. Yeah. On top of the your live topics. casts are always fun. You you had we had everyone was having a good time. It was funny hearing your responses. You had good questions asked. You had a solid following. Like even just people that you've recently met and introduced into this you know community World. kind of yes. thing and it like was cool. and that just like gets me re- uh, revved up because we still have so many more people to bring in and network with and i am excited for all these great you know futuristic ah, things that are gonna happen and but i'm very i was very happy with the way the episode went i thought it was really well done and congratulations on making Thank it you 150 you know you Thank almost you. have enough episodes as there were first gen pokemon so congratulations yay i'm getting there. pokemon he wants to be the very best podcast but something else that's cool um that again i kind of forgot to talk about so far is the fact that um with <laughs> i can't i can't do it is with um <laughs> With that the episode, is is we did um, launch the uh, officially launched Podbeard Network. Um, yep. As you guys heard last week on the Pod intro Beard. and on this one, Podbeard is now officially a thing. I killed it last week. I was like, he was like, wait, I killed Zach. You killed Podbeard. And I was like, Haha. sorry, my bad. Sorry, my bad. Ah. Sorry, I don't have a beard right now, but this year week I have some scruff. You're so. actually, you're getting, you're getting away I know, right? I'm getting scruff. away with it too. Nobody's saying anything. Oh, they're, they're gonna. Though. Oh, no, no, no. I can't walk into work on Friday with this or this. I will die. I will be shot in the face with laser beams. But yeah, so Podbeard. Um, so I want to give a shout out to all the Podbeard shows. Um, obviously, us. I was going to say exclusively Holly us. Show. Exclusively yeah. us. And I guess the Lazy Show. Yeah, honestly, Lazy Show. Good for you guys. Whatever. Mikes and Beards, which will be coming out hopefully within the next couple of weeks. Very excited about that. Yep. Um, as well as to our gaming brothers in arms, uh, Prog Rocker and Dark Runner. Definitely go ahead and check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I also want to give a big shout out to all of the Potter and Family podcasts that support us. Uh, our boy Josh over at Still Loading Podcast. Always a great show. Always a great time. The Drinks with Larry crew as well as the Amazing Nerd Show, and to everybody else who has supported us, thank you very much. I also need to give a big shout-out to Charity, Chair Bear on Instagram, for giving us the major Instagram love. I don't, we don't usually use last names, but uh, that's okay. Um, I'm giving her recognition where it's deserved. There you go. I, I just, I just would, I, this is what I do when I give shout-outs. But yeah, no, thank you, Charity, very much, seriously, for uh, for all the Instagram love. Uh, we're going to get a couple follows out of that. So that was really cool. So thank you very much. Yes, it's appreciated. It and is it, appreciated. And you get now you are officially one of my friends. And she's probably like, wait, wait a minute, I wasn't your friend before this. Screw you, Zach. And I'm gonna be like, oh, sorry that you took so much offense to that charity. Maybe you should start a charity. Ha <laughs> ha. No, I'm just joking. That she's gonna punch worst. me at worst. No, I already that make charity was, jokes uh... all the time with her. I'm just like, oh yeah, hey, would you like to donate to charity? And she's just like, shut up. Don't make me feel I, bad about myself, I TJ. He just he makes me feel bad hands. sometimes, and he's just like Zach. Sometimes I cannot believe you just said you that. You shouldn't be yourself, you know. Just being myself, being myself, you know. I like me. My friends like me. My friends like me. <laughs> Movie references. <laughs> so yeah, thank you everybody for all the love and support so far, except uh, for TJ's love and support towards me, of course. Um, if you guys, regardless of how you guys listen to this podcast right now, be sure to subscribe, give us a little rating, always appreciate it. Be sure to follow us on all the social medias. If you guys would like to tell us which games you would like to be remastered, definitely be sure to hit us up. You can find us on the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, under Two Guys in a Game Podcast, Twitter, under Two Guys, Double A Game, as like well the as battery. on the Podbeard Network. Double A, like the battery. Double A, I don't know like why I've never thought about that until now. When you said Double A, I was just like, man, I need batteries. 
you need batteries. Uh, of course, also <laughs> on podbeardnetwork.com forward slash two guys. Oh, you got to check out this website, guys. I mean, it's incredible. The setup is beautiful. Like, kudos. Yeah, whoever did it did a really website. good job. Yeah, yeah, I mean, honestly, whoever did that, like, you know. I'm totally I give you two barking dog hands. Roof, roof. I'm literally making dog hands. Roof, roof, you can't see it, but he's making dog hands. Roof, roof. Um, oh, wait, can I shout out one more thing? Yes. Stay, stay fresh on our Instagram because after this podcast is posted, we are going to release something that we have come up yes. with and it is very funny and yes. we enjoyed it and it honestly took off. We just came up with it last night and between the two of us, we have created a brand new exciting thing yes. and I'm not going to say what it is. Just go on our Instagram after this episode is posted. You will see it and we hope you can like it. Give us your feedback on that because yes. so I like, think it's going to be like good. this is today is Tuesday. So we'll say Wednesday, 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 um, the, the day. I don't remember whatever day it is, Wednesday. Check it out. It is up right it is up. So it's go check up it out now, Wednesday. Yeah, okay. Yes. Um yeah, here's some time. Uh two guys in the game podcast at gmail.com and uh yeah. I think that's it. I think we're done. Yep. A- anything else to add, Casual Jones? Kazith? No, Kazith but Jonas the third. Next week on Two Guys in a Game. <laughs> the guys talk about something. This is their No, I'm just joking. That is <laughs> this it is their for podcast. me. I am Kazer. And I am Hodzer. No, you're just supposed to say I'm Hod. Hod. I'm Hod. Because you're a three. And this has been two guys. And a game. What, what? Do, 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 do. <laughs>